evening, everyone. This is Alan, and I'm here with Joseph, who is in Colombia. Welcome, Joseph. Well, I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy my uh, my connection held up, so that that's my favorite part of that. But for anyone listening, if you have any opportunity to come out here and visit, please do. Please do. You will not regret it. That's all I have to say. There you go. Okay. That that wasn't actually sponsored by the Colombian Trump. Yeah, yeah so, it was not. But it might as well have been. Um, so we're we're going to uh, do a short podcast this evening. We want to talk a little bit about our upcoming match. Yes, the season is finally almost here um, against Granada, newly promoted Granada. And then we'll just kind of see what we what we go from there. But I think we kind of want to talk about a couple of players who discussed this this season and kind of what we're looking for from Villarreal. So, um, so Granada uh, managed to make it back to the Primera. Um, I have to confess, I don't know a whole lot about this other than mm-hmm. signed our old friend Roberto Salvador. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean. The only things I could really say about it is that they didn't take the top, the top spot like Osasuna did. So, you know, Osasuna, like I told you last, uh, last time had the best defense in all of the Liga too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that, that's, that, that's something they have that they can say, all right, that's what we want to build off of coming into the season. And we want to continue to be good defensively. Right. Now, the third place, the third place team, Mallorca, they rode that very, you know, emotional high winning in the playoff, um, beating Deportiva, Coruña, getting, and so they're riding off an emotional high saying, hey, you know, we did it. We made it back. So I don't really know where Granada lies being that they're the second team. It's not like they were amazing defensively. And it's not like they emotionally made it in. And they're riding this emotional high into coming into the league. So that's, you know, for them, I don't, I don't think it's it's as good as it could have been as the other two teams coming in. Right. Well, they did finish off. But I'm just looking to see. They they have had a very good preseason. They, they, um, they ended up. Getting promoted by basically having a run of 10 matches without loss at the end of basically from April to early June. Mm-hmm. And then their friendlies, they played, um, they actually won them all. Um, they defeated Valladolid and they defeated Sevilla in the, whatever they call the trophy that, that they play for in Granada. It's one of those. Yeah. I forget what it's called, but it's one of those like Elche has where they invite a team every year to play. Mm-hmm. So they did okay with that. They beat Las Palmas, they beat Almeria, they beat Alcacón. I mean, I think the wins against Sevilla and obviously Valladolid, depending on who their lineups were, Sevilla's and Valladolid's obviously, um, yeah. can tell you a lot about maybe how they'll fit in this year into the league. I mean, goals-wise for them, I think obviously more than anything, obviously it's just to stay up. First and foremost, I mean it's very obviously it's sad that that has to be the the highest you can reach, but I mean first and foremost it's obviously just to stay up. Um, you know, so that's good that they've won against you know actual contenders in the league like Sevilla and other ones like Valladolid that have managed to stay up the last couple of seasons. So that is impressive. I just don't know obviously coming into the season how they're going to fare. Like I said, I mean they need to be completely motivated. Um, and I think Villarreal do need to be motivated as well, quite honestly. I mean, they can't look at this and be like, oh, you know, we started off the season against uh, someone that just got promoted. Easy. Like, they they can't look at a lot. Is, I think a lot is riding on the first game, quite honestly, especially for a lot of fans to see, are we going to continue the slide of last season or, you know, are we going to show something new? You know, are, 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 are our early preseason games indicative of who we're going to be or are our last couple ones more indicative of who we're going to be? That's important. 
Yeah, I think that's right. I think the um, I think the thing that is really important is, you know, last year we came in on a I mean, admittedly, the um, the season, the preseason was not as good, but we still were um, coming in with the with some optimism and then we lost at home. And um, I don't know if you realize, but it's fairly unusual that Villarreal have opened the season at home. Mm-hmm. So we were hoping, you know, okay, great, let's get started with three points. And instead we lost 2-1, and not just did we lose, but we gave up the two goals on two individual mistakes, which turned out to be a fairly good um, predictor of where, of where we were going yeah, to have no, problems. No. Um, yeah, I, I noticed that, um, one thing I should note is that since you're in Colombia, um, Darwin Machis, who is, a, I guess, Venezuelan, is um, with Granada. So he may start up front with Soldado. I don't know. Yeah, and I watched him in the Copa America, and he's definitely someone that can take players on one-on-one. And he's very, you know, definitely someone to look out for on there. And, I mean, no doubt, I mean, they have a, they have a good – they had a good enough squad to make it to the league. I mean, there's someone like you said. You can't be. You can't say, "Oh, it's going to be an easy three points." But um, you know, uh, you can't look at them. You can't look at them like that at all. But it's. It's. I think it's. This. It's very important for us. I won't be upset if we lose the first game. I will be very disappointed. Obviously, like, hey, man, this is a game we should have. We should have by all means won, or at least mm-hmm. taken a point out of. But you know, to set the tone for the season. I mean, if you if you lose your three points to somebody that just got promoted. What does that tell you when you go against the Sevillas, against the Valencias, against the Valde- even the Valladolids? What does that tell you for the rest of the season? Yeah. It doesn't say good things. It doesn't say good things. Yeah, I mean, frankly, if we lose, I'll be upset. I mean, I, I yeah. feel like we, um, I feel like we have some good sensations coming off preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I am very concerned about the lack of depth at center back, and I'm really concerned about that given. Um, we, and on the, on the fullbacks too, given we've got some players who are getting older. Um, but I also am optimistic. I think our, our mid, historically, when we've done well, it's been because we've controlled the game in midfield. And I'm optimistic mm-hmm. about our midfield. Um, I'm happy, you know, Gerard and Carlos Baca seem to be, had successful scoring in preseasons. It can be not so much, but he was, also away for part of it. Um, you know, yeah, that, yeah. It, it took way easy as well. Obviously, he was off, and you know, very, uh, very impressively doing pretty well in the Afcon with Nigeria. Yeah, so yeah. that that's very good to see. Yeah, I, I, so I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be looking for um, a win on Saturday. I'm going to be looking for a probably like a three-one win. Frankly, I think we, I think we should be. I think it would it would set the tone for a good season, and as you say, the the fan base, which admittedly in Villarreal, I mean, they're going to support Senior Roig, you know, through thick and thin. They're going to they're going to support the team regardless of what happens. But I do think that after last season, we want to get off to a good start. And yeah. that's I'm, you know, of course, it means it means a lot. I mean. Not that we've ever been known for packing the house and having an extreme atmosphere, but I mean, the players do want to see people show up. And I think that the fans, like you said, they they have every reason to want the team to win. So if you start off the first couple of games and you're giving the fan, you know, fans a reason to say, Oh my gosh, it's going to be just like last season and people stop showing out mid, you know, 
five, five, ten games into the season, I mean, it's it's already going to bring the players' confidence down, honestly. Yeah. yeah. One of so. the things that you've probably followed while you've been away is this whole thing about um, when the games are going to be played. And the, yes. and the um, fact is that, you know, the um, TV contract suggests that, you know, playing on Friday and Monday, the the Spanish FA doesn't, and, and supporters don't like Monday. Fact of the matter is, is that for teams like Villarreal, in fact, most everybody except from the top two, most of your money is coming from television, not from filling the house, from filling the seats in sight. So Spanish teams sell a lot of season tickets, but then a lot, you know, whether or not those season ticket people actually come to the game depends on how the team does. And exactly. we certainly, you know, we'll have, um, you know, we'll have some good crowds if we are doing well. If we're not doing well, then, you know, we're going to have the, the 12, 13,000 uh, people crowds instead of 18, 19. So it, it does make a difference. And I think, uh, yeah, and I think that overall, I do. I think it, it was a good compromise, I think, for both parties. Instead of one one party getting in the way, so, hey, we want Friday and Monday. And the other one saying, we don't want either of them. They just said, okay, we'll do Friday. It's a run into the weekend anyway. And you don't have to play on a Monday right after and play on a short week. So it's not yeah. – I think overall I, I agree with it. I think that, like you said, for us, a lot more people are a whole ton likely to show up on the weekends and on a Friday than on a Monday, quite honestly. If we ever – you know, not that we'll have many, too many Monday games, but you get the point. Like it's just not good. No, and what tends to happen also is that the teams that um, the teams that uh, are kind of viewed as sort of secondary teams end up getting more and more of those Monday games, and it's it's not fun. So I, I think it's I think it's good to um, to equalize the competition a bit. I think it's good to um, provide some um, you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday games. Of course, all of us overseas wish that the league could actually figure out its plans a little sooner. It makes it difficult to plan to travel for matches. But if Monday's taken away, that's actually a big help because I know when we were planning a couple of years ago to visit Villarreal, the thing that I was most worried about was, well, what if we're going to play a match on Monday? It, you know, it just didn't work with everything. And I think that's, you know, you want to go to a game where people are are not just coming after a day of work and they're tired. They're they're coming because it's a weekend and they want to enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly like you're saying. For especially for small teams like us, I mean, people work on Mondays, and you know, you say, hey, our games are at, at you know six or seven p.m. at night. It's like people like they don't. We love our team, but we don't really want to have to do that. We'd prefer to go on a Sunday night or a Saturday, and enjoy our weekend, make it a whole fiesta. You know. A really cool thing. So I think they came to a pretty good compromise, and I'm pretty happy about that um, overall. Um, hopefully right. that's the end of it, and you don't have to do it again next season where it's like, hey, no, like the whole big ship. Because like you said, it's it's very notorious, and it's very bad to say, but they didn't just figure this out until the week before the season began. So it's not saying great things about the Spanish FA. No, and this is what's happened either. Um, so going back to Granada, I'm looking at their roster, and um, – you know, they, I mean, they frankly look like a team that is that has just come up and is trying to figure out. I mean, when you make it to the Primera from the Segunda, you either have to decide to spend some money and sign a bunch of players, which you 
probably can't do because you probably don't have that money. You try mm-hmm. to, you try to pick up a few older players like Roberto Soldado for not much. Or you try to pick up loanees. And I don't see a ton of loanees really for figuring out at this time. Um, I see a bunch of players like Keeney, who's a defender from Cordoba, who's played for Rio in the Primera and played, has played for Granada for several years. Um, my guess is they're, they're basically just going to try to keep things fairly tight and hope to take it but they, and, I th- and I think overall, I mean, I think for them is that they need to figure out who they want to be, what type of team they want to be um, overall. And so, you know, sign players like where they should have signed players like that. I mean, I think that if they're getting a bunch of guys that have previous experience in the Liga, the first division, even if it's with other teams, if they can bring two or three experienced people like that together and match them with other people, you know, other players and get them to buy in to staying up or at least at the very least staying up and play for something more. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, that remains to be seen overall. But do I think they can do it? Possibly. Do I think it will happen? No. 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 Yeah, I think they look like a team. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I think part of the reason why I say we really should win is that this is – this is a team that's going to have to figure out how they're going to do it and how they're going to, I mean, when you're, when you're a team that's just come up, you kind of have to figure out how to pick your spots. Yeah, so exactly. This isn't, this isn't, this is a complete, they have to pretend it's a completely different type of game, which it is because it's a completely different league. You're, you know, oh, it one is. week you have to balance yourself against, hey, another team, maybe they play Mallorca, another team that just got promoted and then then very next week you might be at barcelona in the camp now in front of ninety thousand fans and you need to figure out you know like i said who you are what type of game you want to play and if you're ready for that type of game so like i said the first game is all about figuring themselves out and for us we do have the advantage of the fact that we have we have retained the same coach whether you like it or not but he is the same coach as last year and he's going to implement his system like he was and what he wants to do he he tinkered with stuff throughout the preseason as we saw but overall we have the same seven or eight starting players as last year, coupled in with a couple more. So at least we have the advantage of like seven or eight players who already played in the system, already know who they are, already know their roles. So I think that's our advantage. And like, I agree with you, that is where we should excel. Yeah. And it just feels like it's going to be one of these matches where they're going to try to retreat and hit us on the counter attack. It's really up to us to finish our chances because we're going to have them. And, you know, and that's, and so that's why I'm thinking like three one is probably a decent score line. What are you, what are you? Does that seem okay, or what are you going for? I definitely think. I mean, I'm more definitely pretty confident about our um our front line attack. I think two. Or, I I would expect to see more than one goal. So I do agree with you in the fact that three one. I definitely see it. I even see two zero. To be honest with you, I'd like to think that we won't give up a goal against a team. Not that doesn't have quality, but like I said, hasn't quite figured out how they're going to play and what they really want to do and if they're ready to play against a top team in the top tier. So I think I'd like to see a 2-0 scoreline, but like you said, I mean, it's it's asking a lot. Um, I think it would go a long way for our confidence to not concede in our first game for sure. It would make a lot of people breathe more easily. But, you know, I can definitely agree with a 3-1 scoreline because I believe our front line is clearly capable of putting up three. Right. Well, okay, so as long as we're agreed on a two-goal win, I actually think 2-0 would be happier than 3-1 also. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see that. 
Yeah, I'd love to see that. Okay, let's take a short break, and then when when we come back, let's talk a little bit about just a couple of players that we've that we've seen that for very all this preseason that we are interested in seeing a lot more of, and maybe a couple of players that we're like, eh, these guys need to step it up. So, take a short break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And that was short enough. Okay. <laughs> um, so you've seen, I, I don't know how many of the preseason matches you've seen. I I've, I got to see Bologna mostly and... Okay. I got to see Shulk and um a little bit of the West Brom match and also a little bit of the um the Augsburg match as well. Okay. All right. So, so you know, I but I've I've seen highlights on all of them that you know as much as I can that they put up on YouTube. So I've been able to kind of see what's happening, who's doing well. Um I think the Shulk one is I think was important for me to see because I mean that's you know, no matter where Shulk finished last year, they disappointed a lot like us, but that, that's a top tier German team. Yes. You know. Um, so I, I really like to see, I, I was glad I saw that game because it was a good indicator. Hey, this isn't Augsburg. This isn't Cologne that, you know, Cologne that just got, you know, back promoted up. I mean, this is a top tier team and they, you know, like a lot of people said, pretty much dominated us in the midfield. And I got to see a lot of things from that game and I had a lot of good takeaways from it. Yeah, I think that was the, I think that was a kind of a reality check that we, yeah. that we can't just, yeah. Um, I, I have to say, I think the guy that, I don't want to say I didn't pay attention to, but I don't, I, you know, it's been a busy summer and when we signed him, I didn't make a big deal about it, but I think Ruben Pena is, is really a big signing for us. I think, if yeah. he, I think he is really improves things um, down our right side. And I think that was, that that's somebody that I'm looking forward to seeing play. Um, in La Liga with us because he was excellent last year with Abar, and I think he's a, you know, I, I'm just really impressed with him. Um, okay, and give me somebody. Okay, so now give me someone that you haven't seen enough out of so far, whether it's a new signing or whether it's you know somebody else, and that you expect to see more out of. Manu Trigueros. I think Trigueros for me, and and I'll I'll you know I've always liked. Manu, he was one of the key players when we, you know, got promoted back years ago. Um, but I was really hoping to see him. Felt like last year he was really injured a lot of the time, and I was really hoping to see him step up and and do more this preseason. And I haven't seen it yet. I, I kind of want to see more of that. I think part of it is it's not easy necessarily to. For him to, he seems to be the kind of player who who fits best in a team with a very settled system that doesn't change. He did very yeah. well, Marcelino, because it was always a four four two. I'm not sure that with Kaleja willing to make some changes on the fly, and 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 we have a lot more different pieces we can put in the pegs now than we did before. 
I'm not sure that that's necessarily the best fit of a team for him. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that, especially the part about that he needs to be in a team that is set, not something where he doesn't quite know maybe where his role might be. And I mean, that, that could be a fault, not just of Vaughn, but of the coach of not knowing exactly, okay, not knowing, not knowing exactly what he wants to quite do yet, him tinkering throughout the preseason. So, you know, it remains to be seen whether that's his fault or that's the coach's fault. But yeah, I, I agree with you, you know, for someone that's here right now, you need to expect more of them. Yeah, um, I, just, I, think, I, I just have the feeling he might be this year's, um, for where, you know, we, we basically had a really good player that we couldn't figure out a place to play on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah, it's always such a shame because, like I said, if I see Fornals go off at West Ham, I'm, I'm obviously going to be pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty upset. I mean, it's great to see the dude doing Rabona goals for you, but, I mean, obviously it's it's a shame to see him do um, something else. So, yeah, uh, you know, for another team, obviously. Yeah. So who, who do you think who do you think needs to step up? Okay, for me personally, and I think, you know, might sound a little bit crazy going off because the dude just got signed, but Anguissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I only say that, I mean, I know, I know it's so much to expect from someone that you just signed within two weeks, but there's such high expectations right now of him and what he, what he should and needs to be doing for the team because he is a, a very critical piece. I mean, we signed him for a reason to play that, you know, that lower mid-roll to cover up a lot of our st- stuff, hopefully. Um, and I think that... You know, you could see in the first couple of games, I mean, it was, it was some stuff, some tackles I wish he would have made, stops he would have made before it got to our back line to have to defend because it is a very shaky back line. So it's important for him to be able to do these things. And I wasn't seeing it out of him, especially in the Schalke game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I was a little disappointed in that. And I, mean, I think the next game I didn't get to see it, but I saw a lot of the comments saying the same thing. Like, hey, listen, like, dude needs to be a little bit better in this aspect. And I, like I said, it's a lot to ask of somebody, but you sign people for a reason because you think they're going to do exactly what you need them to do to help the team be better. And if he's not there yet, well, you know, then he kind of needs to be there ASAP because the season starts this Friday. And there's no, yeah. like I said, you you lose this game and your confidence and everything, your hope, expectations for the season are not starting off on the right foot. So I think it's important for him to really fit in and really be there, what we need him to do, what we signed him for, quite honestly. But like I said, it's just a couple games, so I'm not yeah. too worried, yeah. but like, I, I, you know, it would have been nice to see a little bit more confidence in his actions from him. Be like, hey, listen, yeah, man, I, I can already see already what we're getting right from him because I haven't, I, you know, I haven't really seen too much yet. So yeah, that, yeah. that's at least somebody that I'm like, all right, like, hey, listen, I know you just got signed, but I do need you to step it up as soon as the season starts because we have just have no room for error right now. If he doesn't turn out like you want him to be, it's scary because that, that's such a, you know important piece of what you want here. Right. And I think, you know, somebody made you're you're often not you know the referees are kind of letting a lot of stuff go and you're getting a lot of things that in the league are going to be called fouls that aren't and 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 whatnot but yeah i guess i felt um i can i think you're right that it's like you need to kind of figure out how you're fitting in real quick and hit the ground running um so that, so that's, and I contrast that, and admittedly he played us for us last year, but man, I, the Bologna game, um, seeing Samu play, uh, when he came on, I mean, he was kind of the definition of unplayable. Um, I, I guess the thing that impresses me the most about Samu is not just that he's good, but that, you know, you see a lot of kids who, you know, 18 to 20 year old players who are good, but they never develop. 
And yeah. Oh, there's so many. Every every team probably. Every team signed someone. Know, and was like, hey, this, this as, is going to be the guy to take us there. Two or three guys. Oh, yeah, this is going to be our next star. And then they flame out. And with Samu, I mean, watching him play from the beginning of last year to the end of last year to the beginning of, of you know, to, to the – well, not the beginning, but the, the preseason match against Bologna, I'm like, he's only improving. And it's – and I'm yes. – I'm, Quite resigned to the fact that you know we'll probably lose him to Liverpool or yeah some. no I I was about to say but, that the, the, the I, very the very I, unfortunate I, part of that is that is the well he's doing for our team it's just showcasing every other team and if any other team hadn't already maybe oh, yeah. reached out this summer yeah. on a very on a very low key basis oh they will be reaching out they will be reaching out very soon that's the sad part obviously but like you said well, you have to be resigned to that fact I have to be resigned to that but on the other hand. You kind of have to just enjoy it. You know, it's like enjoy it while it's here because he's he's um, just an amazing talent. Uh, that that goal against Bologna was um, the kind of thing that I just – and four or five times within ten minutes of him coming in, I'm just sitting yeah. there with my mouth agape going, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. I think I, – I think, yeah, no, I think, you know. That young, but, that, but that's what makes – that's what makes our – team i think so exciting because like you said there's so many out there that um that they don't pan out and it's good to see that this team that you I mean our basically our front office really is still finding talent out there i mean this guy was picked up like a diamond in the rough really i mean mm-hmm. yes he, he was almost going to go to um arsenal. arsenal i believe right no no yeah, yeah he was yeah. almost going to arsenal it was only for a little payment thing that he came to us but regardless of the fact for us to be on him like the teams of arsenal on it means we're still getting our talent right to a fact where you know hey like Hey, someone in the front office said, Hey, I believe in this guy. I believe he's going to be something special. And we signed him. And that's what, you know, makes our team special. The fact you have to bring up young players. You have to continuously bring up talents, um, yeah. to even be able to sign. We can't, we can't sign everybody every year for a certain amount of money. We just can't always do that. So it's yeah. good to see they got this one right. I think he's going to have a great season. I also think Cazola is going to have a great season as well. Um, I mean, that's quite obvious. I mean, I'm very happy, like I said, to see him off injury because. You know, there was a time when you never thought he was going to make it back this far. But like I, I told a lot of people, in the, so far from what I've seen him, he's just miles ahead of, of anybody else in creation and what he sees with yeah. the ball and his passes. Yeah. I mean, his little flick in the game that I watched, his little flick up to Ibora over the top of the defense for Ibora to just volley, it was beautiful. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know, I don't know who else you have that could have thought of that just like that in the game. So I'm excited to see him. I really hope he stays healthy because he's, he's of such huge importance to the team. Yeah, and I was. I think the thing that's amazing about him is that he he does. I mean, I almost wonder if he spent the whole time off watching videos or something because it's like he his his problem sometimes um, in preseason, especially when we were you know playing those early preseason games where you're making a substitution every ten minutes or so, was that I, I'm just like he's he's seeing the game on a different level than anybody else. Um, yeah. You know, once we got later on in the preseason, we were talking more about it first team was more often. Um, you know, you started to see it come together. But, yeah, he's just amazing. I, I, I can't – I think, to be honest, any Villarreal fan would have been delighted last year if he'd given us half the minutes he did and half the performance he did. And the fact that he's come back yeah. at, at this incredible level is just, you know – Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see something like that. I mean, playing him going 90 minutes at any point is, 
is it's quite impressive. Every time I see it, I'm like, man, wow, I, you know, I'm not quite sure I could have ever done the same thing. I'm not sure I've ever could my ever could have kept my mind right to the point to be able to say, yes, I will be back. I'll be able to play 90 minutes against big teams. So it's good to see him doing that. Um, I think other than that, I'm also, you I know, mean, I've also been impressed so far, and I'm hoping that I see a big season out of um. You know, the, the front line, not just Baca, but the other the other people who you might not. Choco Kambi, obviously, I hope he continues what he's doing. Um, Gerard, him as well. I saw a lot of good things out of him in the preseason. So, you know, I really hope our front line, like I think everyone says, was never our problem. I mean, our front line was never our problem. It was always maybe our midfield and our defensive midfield, really, and then our back line. And I think that if you ask yourself, did it improve? We signed someone to help it improve. Will he do that job? It remains to be seen. We sign someone in our back line to help it improve. Will he make it better? That's also something that remains to be seen. But those are two of the most important things. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm, I'm a little. I think I think I'm a little surprised that we haven't gone after um, someone else on, in the center back position. I mean, we we brought in this uh, Sofiane Chakla who. He's never played above Segunda B, as far as I know. And he seems to be the choice for, you know, if we end up needing a fourth center back or else Mario Gaspar. Um, I still think there's a, there's a chance we'll end up signing somebody, but, um, I don't think it's, I don't think we're really working on it. And then the Ontiveros signing almost sounds like at this point, we might as well wait until December and try and sign yeah, him yeah. on free. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think something no. something else, I think a good question to pose to you is that let's say, by God's good graces, in December we are firmly in contention for European football. Do okay. you think then that they consider signing a center back? Um, well, I mean, okay. Like, I mean, it kind of depends. I guess the question would be, yeah. Yeah, I thought about that question. If we're doing well, you know, in those contempt places, that means our defense is doing well by default. So I, I did forget to think of that, but I guess the, but the yeah, fact of the matter is, does that really I mean, change I guess, your problem? I guess the way I look at it is that if you are, you know, between, with, with the money we've, we've picked up this off season, I think a lot of people expect that you're going to turn it around right away and invest it. And I think what we've basically said is, well, if we've, you know, I would rather be in a situation where in January, if we need an emergency center back or if we need a defensive midfielder or if we need a whatever, we can go out and arrange it um, as opposed to, you know, we've had seasons where we could have used some reinforcement in January and we really didn't have the money to do it. So I'm, yeah, I mean, I guess my feeling is if, if in January we're in say fifth or sixth place, maybe fifth, um, and we're thinking, gee, we could maybe get to Champions League if, you know, if we, if we can get just a little bit better, I'd rather have that money sitting in my pocket to go sign somebody then. Um, than try and pick up somebody now that we really don't know how they're going to fit in. Yeah, I, that's Absolutely. a good, a good point. I think my last, my last point, um, my last feelings really for the up, getting back to the game coming up this this upcoming weekend um, would basically be I agree with our our intended scoreline. I think that the only room for error on that, and I think you pointed out earlier, is very true. Is 
individual mistakes. I think the only way we blow the three points is by not by the team as a whole playing bad or not even by not playing the system correctly that Cahill wants. I think it's one or two fatal mistakes. I don't even want to name the people because it's going to scare people. <laughs> but um, but I, but I really think that's the only way you drop the three points at this point. But I mean, it's it's serious because if those people are already making individual mistakes, it's like you said, it's still not bringing up the confidence. So I'm yeah. firmly with a three-one-two-zero scoreline. But I think the uh, the individual mistakes you mentioned earlier about some of the past preseason games that we had, I think that's the only way. If those continue, then um, I think that's what will ultimately drop us the three points. Right. Well, remember though that I mean. You know, I'm, I'm often the pessimist, but I'm going to be the optimist here. Last season, when we, our preseason was fairly dreadful. I mean, we, we really didn't play well. We had just as many games where we gave up just as many goals, if not more, and we didn't score as many. And I think the feeling of the team going into the season was kind of, it didn't, I, I think people were kind of afraid that we weren't going to be as good as we thought we were. And this year, I feel like the, the, the vibes around the team are better and the play in the preseason has been better. Um, so I'm, you know, yes, I have concerns, um, about the defense. I mean, you know, playing Bologna and giving up three goals, albeit one of them, which never would have counted in the league because it was about a foot offside, um, is not good. But on the other hand, we scored four goals and we yeah. came came back and won. So, you know, I'm I think I think people are probably going to feel a little more confident. Um, the thing about Virial fans is we've had enough seasons where we've been kind of on that pitch of confidence and then had it break down. I actually thought last year the fact that we held on to avoid relegation is actually real positive because when I contrasted that that team would have folded. You know, when we gave up that last second goal to Barcelona to, to draw 4-4, oh, that would have been even. the end of the 2011-12 team. They just would have folded with their with their heads down. And we, yeah, that is true. That that was a tough game. I was watching that game. Yeah, I'm so happy for the first <laughs> for the first 85 minutes. So hey, I know, had, after that game, yeah, I would say I remember your article. I remember the article you yeah. wrote. And yeah, just yeah. you have that feeling of sunken feeling. Like hey, I don't know how we make it to that that magic number of 41 or 42. Now I really, you know it's it's going to be extremely tough because this was a game that you didn't think you were going to win, but albeit like it would have been an important three points for us. So right. you're right. I mean, overall to stay up, I think that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing yeah. overall. So I think the, the thing that was nice was that what we took away from that game was, Hey, we played Barcelona toe to toe. And the fact that we didn't win means is not, it doesn't mean anything. We got up. So I thought that was good. And the team can approach this year with that sort of winning or, Kind of, we're just going to fight through this thing mentality. I think they'll do okay. So, any last words for um, for us? Anything else before we wrap up? I mean, like I said, I mean, we we, we did the prediction. Um, I think overall, I no matter what, I'm excited for another season to start. Um, yeah. <laughs> over anything, I think that I'm overall a realist, not a not a pessimist, not an optimist, but a realist, and I think that I've liked some of the signings that we've made. Um, so. You know, I think that I'm excited to see how they'll do. And I think the first 
game for me won't even be I might be, I'll, I'll be disappointed if anything happens but I'll still be excited even after that game to see how we progress and develop in the season so overall I'm just excited to see it man I, I really am I mean it's another I season am. and anything can happen honestly anything I am too I league and the theory that's all we can say. excited we'll talk again soon all right sounds great